Hey, everybody, this is Diana, the life and business coach for change workers. This is the change that I wanted to make in this new year of 2023. And I want to explain a little bit about that and not explain, but just yeah, talk about why I'm wanting to make a change and how for some people changing can be really scary and there's a lot of resistance and maybe a lot of questioning and I'm going to offer you alternative views to changing things um, when it suits you and it, when it feels right and it feels appropriate. So change worker, that that's, that's going to be the focus of my work. Um, I haven't gotten any more specific other than that. I had, I got the phrase change worker from a book that I was reading, um, about the brain changing the brain. And this work can be encompassed, uh, by coaches, by, uh, anybody who changes something, whether it's through the body or the mind. And I know from massage therapy, we have the ability to change people both physically, emotionally, psychologically, we have those skills, whether we would look at that, them that way specifically or not. Um, and so the, the term change workers really just lights me up. So I'm going to use it. And my focus really hasn't switched from business or marketing. I think that there's a lot to explore for people who are change workers and acknowledging that they're a change worker, that they want to be one, that they do it anyway, and being able to sell it and market it to the people who want and need change. It's just a shift in perspective. Uh, I'm the way, that's the way I'm seeing it. Um, and I've been with the massage therapy niche, so to speak, in terms of coaching for over a year. And I think massage therapists definitely need a lot of support in terms of business and marketing and coaching, but I also feel very drawn to my fellow coaches and my, um, counterparts with, you know, being a change, uh, maker change worker for the mind. And this allows me to do both work with people who work with actual muscle and, the human bodies that encompass a soul, um, and who come to us for regular massage, but then they come for uh, to us for so much more. And how do we, how do you, how can I help you, uh, really embrace some of the things that you want to talk about in your business and how you help people that goes beyond the benefits of body work or coaching or, um, uh, some counseling perhaps. So I look at it like that. I think change worker is, I think I mentioned this in, in the previous episode and happy new year, everybody, by the way, um, in the previous podcast episode of last year that, um, what do you want to change is a really important question. We can ask our clients, whether we're massage therapists or, uh, energy workers or not. I think that the, it is inviting the, our clients' minds to consider what do I want to change, you know, and what am I allow, not allowing myself to change because of A, B, and C. So that's why I changed. 
I'm going to change my focus a little bit. I like change. I'm a big fan of it. I'm, I try to embrace it, whether it's expected or not. And it's just an inevitable part of being a human being. So why not embrace it? Um, back to change worker, the phrase. Um, I'm going to be probably mentioning this name more and more in this year, but her there's an author named Melissa Tears. T-I-E-R-S, if you like books. And she is working in conjunction with a business coach mentor that I really look up to in terms of approaching the mind in different research-based ways that augment what I do as a coach. And uh, she mentioned it in a class that she was teaching that I was I took, and I just love the term change worker, but this is how I'm going to define it. Um, those who seek change within themselves and help facilitate it in others through bodies and minds. Isn't that what we do? And so as massage therapists, as body workers, we're looking for that change in, in tensile strength of a muscle or placement or posture or connective tissue or a letting go, a release of something relationships of people to their bodies, our relationships to their bodies as body workers, as well as energy workers, we're looking at all kinds of different subtle layers of human beings. And we address all those layers. If you operate by, from that kind of belief, I do. Um, I think we touch more than somebody's skin. I think we touch more than um, we engage more with, with more muscle than, and connective tissue than we, and deeper layers of the human, our clients, human experience, than we are probably comfortable thinking about. And I know for a long time as a massage therapist, that sure as hell was me. Like, I don't want I, I won't presume to have ideas about what my client is experiencing. I can only go by what they say. But I've learned over the last few months, I'm working on a lot more uh, massage therapy clients, is that my sense of intuition, my read of somebody else's body is very finely tuned. I am picking up on a lot more than I, I ever realized. And I don't think it's because I'm working on more people. It's because I'm allowing myself to really, uh, I'm going to use a word, it's sort of like a shamanistic approach to body work, to change work. And I'm going to use the definition I like to think of as, as a shaman, as we shamans explore, have the, the ability to explore many layers of existence and, and planes of reality. And I know that's kind of far out there, but I like it. I like it a lot because the human body is, as we know, is made up of uh, molecules, cells, nuclei, uh, all kinds of different cells in the body, all kinds of different processes, our, you know, our DNA to some extent. We can access with our intent those layers of somebody's body and mind. Isn't that, you know, what a shaman does? And if you're not familiar with that term or it's uncomfortable for you, I totally get it. Um, but think about when you think about your work and you're in a quiet session room with somebody and you have your hands on your client, 
all of your skills, all of your intuition, all of your expertise, all of your knowledge, all of who you are is in that room with that client. Plus probably some other resources you may not even see or be aware of. So that's what I'm inviting here to you to think about who, what, and who are all my resources <laughs> living dead on this plane or not. I like to think in terms of that. I like to think that the universe provides us a whole hell of a lot of support that we don't even see. And in, in some cases are not even aware of. We pull so much resource through our skills, our, our intuition, our quality of touch, our quality of connection with our clients. So isn't that shamanistic? You may have another name for it that you're more comfortable with, or it, it seems more appropriate to you. That is my, my jam. The shamanistic quality is like, I just think that's cool. <laughs> so I think that change workers, why I think change workers need a lot of support is, um, cause I've, and I'm sure maybe some of my listeners have been around a long time. Maybe some of them have not. But when I started massage, being a massage therapist back in 2002, 2003 and four, it was a pretty different world back then and how massage and, and um, uh, complementary uh, modalities uh, alongside Western medicine were viewed, like energy work, Reiki, polarity therapy. Um, there's like a list of different polarity and modality um type of work that a lot of people have been doing for years, but they don't talk about it because it wasn't quite as, you know, most people didn't know what the hell you were talking about. If you talked about polarity therapy, for instance, or you had, um, Reiki, or you were doing, uh, what's the one I really liked quantum touch, or you were doing craniosacral therapy, or you were doing all kinds of things that I can't even name and may not even know about right now. How do you explain that to people in a way that's useful for them that will help guide them to the decision that they want to spend money with you? That's really what it boils down to. And, you know, what I want to address too with body workers and change workers is this, I think for a lot of people is this really piss poor relationship with money and abundance and asking for more money for our services. I think that's a big thing for a lot of people. And that may be my central focus this year. I don't know. Tell me, tell me what you think. Tell me where you need the most help that I'm, I'm assuming things right now. Like, you know, what is your biggest as a change worker, a body worker or counselor, coach, whatever, what is your biggest issue in regard to your business? Do you want to be in business is another question, but at how you approach your, your clients, how do you reach them? How do you talk to them? How do you quote unquote sell the value of what you do for them? And if you were to, you know, it's not even maybe necessarily an elevator pitch, which I just hate that term. It's just talking naturally about what you do and being able to comfortably do that in a way we want to. We want our passion and our enthusiasm to show what's stopping us, what's in the way of that, because that same sort of block is going to show up in our sales and marketing. Maybe we have to go back to something like money and value and what we do before we can even 
talk about sales and marketing because our belief system is, you know, probably goes back farther than that for us as people, meaning, you know, you may have been in business for a long time. It may be very natural to you, but what, what urged you to go in business for yourself? What, where was that driving force and, uh, what, what was your, has been, and do you want a relationship with money to be different going forward? So I look at this change worker idea with a lot of, I'm really excited about engaging um, my content towards change workers and really wanting to empower change workers in such a way where they, we can all show up as sort of um, fully competent and in belief, passionate, enthusiastic, um, just from this deep place, we connect with people through our, what we're saying about what we do. And then we can even say even more when we have our clients on the table or whatever apparatus, however you, you talk to your clients, once they're in that space with you, how do we communicate all of those things through our presence, through our hands, through our energy. Does that make sense? So I look at the, look at change workers as a way just to reach more people and to empower more people with the skills and the talents you already have. You know, obviously this world, you know, to be really honest with you, I don't pay attention to the, to the news. Um, I hear about things very indirectly. I recognize that for me, I cannot watch or pay attention to the news for any length of time and, and haven't done in years. Um, and does that make me um, <laughs> pretty ignorant of a lot of things? You betcha. And I'm happy about that. I'm, I know what I want to focus on. I know what I need to focus on. I can't let external circumstances really deviate me from that change my direction because what I'm doing and the direction I'm heading is so important to me. We all, we're all going to have different views on watching the news, but I think when it comes to who we want to be in our business, we really have to have a focus, a laser focus and to, to, and to decide with all levels of commitment that, you know, I'm a change worker. This means I'm changing myself. Maybe probably in order to help my client, my clients more. So I want you to think about it too. Yes, we are change workers for other people, but we're also change workers for ourselves. It starts with us. And so that's what I think is another part of this is acceptance of the things that we want to create acceptance of the skills that we have acceptance that we want to talk more about what we do specifically that we kind of whisper about or behind our hands in, in out in public, because we're afraid of reactions. We're afraid of, of uh, blowback. We're afraid of, uh, you know, at the very heart of, of it, abandonment, rejection, because we have so-called far out things that we do for a living. And I think that's bullshit. You know, I think that's really, 
what I've strived to do in my own business is to like, you know, this is what I do for people. I'm a life and business coach and I help people do these things. And I'm not, I don't, I just say it. I don't even shy back anymore. I'm fully confident and in belief about the role I play. I want that for you. That is a big part of my work is to empower other people to own who they are, who they want to be, and to express that in such a way so clearly, so cleanly that you are in total connection and alignment with a deep part of you. That is really my focus. I feel very passionate about that. I, I just, what another part of this conversation is, um, recognizing that a lot of people's relationship with change is one of avoidance. It's one of, uh, resistance. It's one of kicking and screaming. Um, I can think of several people right now who it makes me indescribably sad that they're making the decisions that they're making. And it breaks my heart because they have so much to give to the world, but they have decided on one level or another that they'd rather not change. And so any sort of change that's happening is abrupt and pretty comprehensive regarding their health. It is a, um, they're on a one track or one lane highway to this destination and they don't want to change. And that just, like I said, makes me very, very sad. And that is some people's choice. I totally get it. These are grown ass people. They're making this, these decisions consciously or not. And they seem comfortable with those decisions. I'm talking, I want to work with the people who want to change, who want to make change a part of their life, or at the very least have a better relationship with change so that, um, anything you learn, anything you, any sort of education that you provide yourself is already enhancing what's inside. You don't have to be different. You don't have to become something. When we learn something, when we're educating ourselves, it's just opening up what we already know or already believe. And so we, we should, you know, I hear myself say that I don't like it when people question and I do this, I can hear myself say these things sometimes. I don't like it when I hear people question their own innate worthiness, their own innate abilities, their skills, their, um, special, mm, uh, qualities, characteristics in a combination that no one else has. And we live in a society that really doesn't support that type of celebration of self. Because, and especially if you're a woman, by God, you don't want to be too big for your britches as a woman. You don't want to, you know, brag. You don't want to be cocky. And because we, you know, there's rejection could be from behind that. Well, you're, you know, whatever's uh, system that you're in is sexist or, ableist or what have you, um, is going to look down on a woman being a business owner or being a change worker, a successful change worker. I think that's really at the heart of it 
is that we're dealing with a lot of um, societal or uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, things already in place in our world that are crumbling um, belief systems about uh, entitlement, women's roles, um, uh, people of color, all kinds of um, God, English is not my oh, apologies, but I think you're, you're getting the gist of it. There are so many um, bedrock kind of establishment uh, beliefs and organizations that are not so strong anymore. And I think in a lot of ways they need to go, but we want to be really careful about what we replace that with. So anyway, this is my goal. So I, I would like your feedback. Um, I can leave you my phone number or my email. Please let me know. Um, or leave a message. I think we can do that within the podcast itself. Um, and, and just let me know because I think I'm onto something, but I would like some feedback. So I would appreciate that. Uh, let's see what else was I going to talk about? So notice that, um, briefly, I will say this, um, it's taken usually, I'm going to backtrack a little bit. Uh, 2020, I became a certified coach and there's such pressure on newly minted coaches in the coaching industry to pick a damn niche already. And I, I struggled with that for about a year and then decided, I think in 2021, yeah, in 2021 that I was going to pick massage therapist as my niche and try to help massage therapist with money beliefs, with selling and marketing, with the belief in themselves and the value of what massage therapists uh, offer people, how to offer it, the whole gamut of sales and marketing. And I, I loved that. Um, and I just wasn't getting the response. And, and I'm going to take res full responsibility for that. Maybe I wasn't um, really talking to people. Maybe I wasn't using the right information. Maybe I was making assumptions. I'm taking full responsibility for not a lot of response to that. I think it's very needed, but maybe I, my approach was off. Maybe my understanding of who my clients were or are off. And so I, I struggled with that because I, I have to change something. I've given it long enough. And usually I don't have the patience for that but I decided to give it as much as I could. And I learned a hell of a lot over 2022 in regard to who my clients were and how to communicate them with them. And I was building all these skills. And so I decided in late 2022 that I needed to shift something. I needed to let something go. I needed to expand on this direction. And so when I, the change workers, when I heard that phrase for the first time, it really lit me up. And I was like, yes, these are my group of people. Now, what is their biggest problem? And I also want to invite you to, along with my journey in, in that I made a change. I didn't, I gave it a lot of thought. It wasn't a, uh, spur of the moment decision. It was a, you know, I want to do this. I want to change. I want to be thoughtful about it. I may lose some people along the way and that is fine. That can be okay. Um, and I will gain new people because of this change and that will be okay too. 
I want to be true to who I am with this change. I want to be really connected to who I want to serve and why, and why I'm the person to do it. Why me? Why now? And so that invited a lot of a lot of thought, a lot of thinking, a lot of feeling, a lot of questioning. And I just said, I'm going to make the change. And I've mentioned in the beginning that, you know, I I've learned to embrace change, whether it's expected or not. And I, this was a plan change that may have repercussions. I'm hoping it does in my business, whether wanted or not, I, I need more information about who I serve and am I reaching them in the right way? And so I have a whole host of ideas about how to approach that in 2023 and reach the people that I need to reach who need help now. That is my goal. I want to help people. But this whole sales and marketing thing gets in my way, damn it. And so (laughs) I have to make a decision about that. I'm, I'm deciding to change on purpose. I'd rather change on purpose with some intention and foresight than have it foist upon me. So that's what I'm inviting you to think about. What is it I want to change and why don't I, maybe I have the courage to do it or why am I questioning it so much? Um, and that's something I can help you with. So let me know. Um, I'd recognize change is, is desirable. It sounds pretty damn sexy, but when it, it, it comes down to the practicality of change, meaning, you know, I got to change my Instagram handle. I got to set up a website. I got to do all these things. I got to change these things. I got to word things differently here and there. And it can be kind of a pain in the ass, but really it it helps. It helps us clarify. The more we talk about this change with more, we fine tune the direction that we're going into. So I invite you to consider my change as maybe an example of how you can change something. And really we build up a story about what the consequences of this change is going to do in terms of our relationships and everything else. And that may or may not be true for you. I'm, I'm answerable to me. Uh, so I don't have to, it's not a committee. I think the, there are other people who have maybe business partners or personal, you know, partners, spouses, uh, significant other people in their life that they might need to consult about. Like, I want to make this change. How can we make this work for everybody? What could possibly change? How can I, uh, mitigate some of those consequences of the change that, you know, I'm just not looking forward to. How can I embrace this change so wholeheartedly and openly just fills me with joy every time I think about it and, and, and understand and believe that that joy that you've tapped into is going to bring a whole fresh energy to whatever you do following that step. So I look at this as super exciting. Like I said, give me some feedback on any directions or any questions. Um, I'm not you know, pushing massage therapists to the side. This is massage therapists are change workers. I know this. I absolutely know this. I'm familiar with other types of body work, um, energy work, um, change people, change workers. And so I think that this is, you know, I, I want to support this group of people. I think our role as change workers is going to become more and more desired. People are going to need us and have needed us for a while. 
to help make the changes that people want to make. So we need to rise up. We need to be there for them. We need to be ready for them, ready and able to help them. And this is what I want to help you to do. So thank you for coming back and listening to me. Hopefully you'll be back for more. Let me know any feedback, um, any questions. I would love to hear from you. Um, and yeah, what do you want to change today? I think it's a great question. Thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you next time.